Hello and welcome back to the Circling Seattle Sports Podcast. I am your host, Charles Hamaker, as per usual. Today we will be taking a look at the Las Vegas Bowl, where the Huskies successfully defeated the Boise State Broncos, taking a look at the Seahawks' loss to the Cardinals, as well as looking ahead to the Seahawks Niners game this coming Sunday on Sunday Night Football. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and I would like to thank my Uncle Steve for this microphone. I'm just taking a look at it here and recording. There's a big difference that I already noticed, so thank you for that. Let's get right into it. Taking a look at the Las Vegas Bowl, it was certainly, um, how do I put this, a unique experience. Vegas itself is already unique, but uh, to have a a bowl game there was just certainly interesting. I mean, going around the Strip, uh, it was certainly nice to see a lot of Husky fans. There were some Boise State fans, you know, all power to you, but Vegas is certainly an interesting place, and I don't know if I could stay there for a longer period of time than two days, and thankfully I didn't have to. The stadium itself was um, a little old. It was the UNLV Stadium, Sam Boyd Stadium, and I guess it had a pretty decent amount of history. Um, I guess the uh, NCAA's leading rusher of all time, Donald Pumphrey, had broke his record there. Um, it had hosted the Las Vegas Bowl for a um, number of years, and this was the last year that it was going to be there, which I had no idea. My dad had no idea. Uh, entertaining was Entertainment was beyond bizarre. Um, they had a little stage off into the Boise State end zone, and they had an Elvis impersonator. They had a guy with a large ring that he was spinning in. They had two people that were basically flinging each other around. It was just all a lot to take in overall. A little confusing. Anyway, getting into the game, it was pretty much dominance throughout the game. I mean, it wasn't a fast start by any means. Um UW sort of built its lead uh, over time, scoring seven in the first with an Andre Bocelli touchdown. It was interesting to see throughout the first quarter, it was kind of a slant offense. I mean, they would just run a lot of slants and some standard runs, which was bizarre. But, I mean, it worked, so it worked. Scored two more uh, times in the second quarter with the Savon Ahmed eight-yard run and a Peyton Henry field goal going into the half. Third quarter, Richard Newton. Broke it open with a two-yard run. I mean, you put up 24 nothing. That kind of shows you the game's not really going anywhere. Uh, Boise State didn't score till late third quarter. And then in the fourth, Thrill Bynum uh, scored on a Wildcat pass from Richard Newton, which Wildcat was, uh, has been used interestingly throughout the season here with UW and Bush Hamden. Um, and Savon Ahmed scored again. So your final score is 7-38. Uh, Jacob Eason had a good game, 22 for 32, 210 yards and a touchdown. Not spectacular, but it was good enough to win. Um, better than Boise State's quarterbacks, who throughout the game had to actually switch out for each other just because the quarterback play was not the best with three turnovers coming from Boise State. Um, Richard Newton, who I think will be our back of the future, had a good game, leading rusher, as well as a touchdown pass, and I'm excited to see more of him, not hopefully in Wildcat. Uh, Boise State, I mean, they just couldn't get stuff going. They were the 19th-ranked 
team in the nation, only losing once prior to this. But I told my dad, I mean, this is Mountain West. I mean, it's something against Mountain West, but I really just don't think they're a conference that is uh, going to go up against Washington. Pardon my voice. Um, and I think all faces played well from the offense to the defense and then special teams. You take care of that, you're going to win the football game. That was easy. So ending off the season with that bowl game, the Huskies go eight and five on the season. You know, not exactly how you want to end the season. And well, not exactly how you want the season to go. Losing games against Cal and USC, uh, Utah and Oregon. Utah and Oregon are, I mean, they make some sense because there are good programs this year. Um, I say this year because Oregon in the past, obviously, a couple years ago, they weren't that great. Um, but you really kind of a disappointment um jacob eason declared for the draft today uh, i don't know if this is the best decision i mean the guy's got talent that's not something that's in question i just don't think his year was that great and i feel like he could have been better i would have liked to see him back another year see him develop a little bit more but i'll power to him uh, i'm excited to see where he goes i'll definitely be a follower of where he goes him and hunter bryant um and just kind of it's interesting to see now with Jimmy Lake. Uh, he fired Bush Hamden recently, which I am a fan of. I did not like Bush Hamden as the offensive coordinator. Uh, you're going to get a new offensive coordinator and a new quarterback. So it'll be interesting to see what takes place here on Montlake uh, next year. And certainly with Michigan being your opening game, there there's some excitement to be had. Moving on to our beloved Seattle Seahawks. This game, going into this game, backstory actually, my dad and I had to wake up at 4 in the morning in Vegas to get on a 7 o'clock flight back to Seattle so we could go to this game. It was a fun weekend, to say the least. Um, but uh, this was a game that you know we needed to win. Obviously, you know if you lose it, you are still within a game of the division, and if you beat San Francisco, then you will be on top of the division but you want to win this game this is a game that you should win it's a four nine and one team that has relatively struggled obviously of the only full run team but you should win despite the amount of injuries you have with Shaquille Griffin and Jadavian Clowney just overall you should win this game but I had a bad feeling going into it I got a bad feeling about this the opening drive of the game went well there was a good mix of pass and run I believe that the offensive yardage for both was 40-40, so it was relatively, you know, balanced. And, you know, you score a touch on the opening drive, nice little throw to Nick Ballore, converted linebacker to fullback, and, you know, things look well. But then after that, the offense starts stalling out. The lack of offensive ingenuity just was a really big disappointment against a team that really you should have scored a lot more points on. Barring that they do have a solid secondary, you should have been able to exploit the run. And that's what was happening early on. You were able to get Chris Carson good yards. Then you start going away from him for some reason and mix in ProSize. Like I've said in prior episodes, I was a fan of ProSize before, but now the dude's just disappointed me. And it's just the defensive struggles start with the offense. Yes, I guess the defense, I know that the defense struggled, but it's because the offense put him out there that much. You can't keep asking your defense to go out there and bail you out every single drive. 
this is like the Seahawks we've seen in the past where the offense just can't do anything. And then defense has to put up some heroic effort. And especially with a team that's banged up as this, you can't ask that team to do that. And if you want to win playoff football, you need to get the offense going so that you can be fair to your defense and that you can be able to let them do what they need to do. If you get them out there with no rest, it's not going to help. To go back to the lack of offensive creativity, I mean, you're just running the ball straight up the gut. And then for a period of time, they didn't run the ball. They were just passing it on all three downs, which doesn't make sense. You know, um, it's it's really just disappointing because Chris Carson's been a top 10 back in the league, probably higher than that. And you don't give him the carries, but you're also not letting Russell Wilson be Russell Wilson. You need to let the guy run a little bit. Like I've been saying, he's not Tom Brady. The guy has legs. He can run. And that's no ditch against Brady. I don't want to hear anything about that. But you really need to get this guy going. I mean, if you look at a team like the Ravens, they've been trusted on fourth down more with Lamar Jackson. They've let him run. They've given the guy the keys to the car. And it's here. It's like Russell Wilson. They've got the guy on the leash. It doesn't make sense. The guy's an all-world all quarterback, and you're acting like he's he's still a rookie. My disappointment is immeasurable, and my day is ruined. As I said before, this offense just really stalled out, and it hurt the defense as Kenyon Drake was able to go out there and get 166 yards and just continue to pound the ball as the defense got more tired. Kyler Murray even went out of the game at one point, and Brent Hundley, former Seahawks backup, came in, and we still had trouble dealing with the guy. With a defense that was already injury depleted, you know, losing your best run defender in Jadavian Clowney, you can't expect to stop the run like that over and over and over again. The Seahawks didn't score again until the fourth quarter with a field goal, which is even, you know, not that helpful. Just overall disappointing. Uh, and you lose Chris Carson to a hip injury. You lose CJ Process to a broken arm. I think he needs to be let go. I mean, I've, I've tried to be supportive uh, for the years in the past, but he keeps getting injured. I mean, that's the thing. As a pro athlete, you need to be able to stay healthy. And if you're not, then it's just, it's hard. Um, Dwayne Brown is out for the year. Uh, well, no, he's out for a couple weeks which is pretty big uh, going against this Niners team next week with a good pass rush. It's a little scary. Um, that's a loss that I don't think was talked about enough. I mean, Dwayne Brown's probably your best lineman, and he goes down with an injury. He's been battling these biceps, uh, bicep injury for a while. I think his, his knee needed a cleanup, but you just it's not a good time to lose your best lineman. Going forward, um, obviously it's a very exciting uh, to see that the Seahawks signed the great Robert Turbin, of course, as well as Marshawn Lynch. If you know me, you know Marshawn's my, been my favorite player ever since I really started paying attention to the sport. Um, and it is really exciting, especially with him saying that we've got business uh, to take care of, that there's unfinished business. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also pretty fairly excited about that. You just don't want to talk, really. I'm just about that action, boss. Obviously, the Seahawks need to sort of get this game out of their brain and 
move forward and to look forward to that, the seeding implications for this Sunday's game against the Niners are obviously very big. The Seahawks can enter as the NFC's one, two, three, or five seed. And so in order to get the one seed, they need to win, obviously. They need the Packers to lose at the Lions, which is pretty hard, you know, because the Lions have David Blau, a quarterback, an undrafted guy, and they're kind of of a depleted team. The Saints need to lose at the Panthers. In order to get the number two, we need to win. Saints win, Packers lose. Three seeds, Seahawks win, Saints win, Packers win. Could be probably the most likely scenario. And if we lose to the Niners, we'll be the five seed regardless of what happens. So you, I've seen people who are saying that they would rather lose and go and play on the road considering how we've played on the road. I'm not too sure. I would rather just take the, you know, because, I mean, if you look in the past, the way it goes when we get home field advantage in the playoffs is just a different thing. It's, I don't really, I don't know. I know how I want things to go, but regardless of what happens, win the playoffs. We could be a like a team like Miami that's been bad for a while. So, you know, overall, just go out there and win, please. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Hello? Looking into the future, obviously, that game versus the Niners on in prime time is the biggest game that we're going to have this year, as well as the last game of the decade, which is pretty interesting. Um, just you need to be able to get pressure on Garoppolo and show a little more offensive creativity this time uh, than last week. And just all I ask is win the game. Please win that game. I've got a lot riding on that. Anyway, uh, on the second of January, UCLA uh, takes on our men's Husky basketball. Men's basketball obviously losing the championship game of their tournament to Houston after taking a they loss by four, seventy-five to seventy-one, after having a lead throughout. Just disappointing. Um, and to break away from sports, I would just like to, again, wish everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. I hope your holiday was as good as mine. I was able to, um, I thought I'd, I gave good gifts this year, that uh, I did well with that. Um, and I know for some people that holidays aren't the easiest time in the world, so um, I just hope that you had a good day. Uh, if not, then I apologize for that. Thank you all for listening. Uh, last week, uh, views were down a little bit. Uh, and I attribute that to me. I feel like I didn't do as good of a job as I have done in the past. I've gotten feedback from people, and I always love getting feedback. Um, I want to just be able to improve this. Again, thank my Uncle Steve for this mic. I feel like I sound better. I don't know. If you don't like hearing my voice, and I don't sound any better. I just sound, uh, you can hear me in better quality. Uh, hmm. But yeah, if you got feedback, any way that you can contact me, please do. I would like to keep improving this and keep working on it and just keep going for it. So thank you all for listening again on this Thursday. We will be back next Wednesday as your per usual schedule. I know this one's going to be going out a little later in the day. But if you're listening, right in the car, at home, whatever. Thank you. Uh, spread it if you want to. Share it. Uh, have a good rest of your day. And go Hawks. <laughs>